Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we're on episode nine. So if you are new to the podcast, make sure to go check out the other eight episodes um, that have been released so far. If not, then continue on with this one. So today, I'm going to be talking about 18 things to do when your business is slow. Um, If you've been in business for a while, you know that there are going to be some slow seasons in your business and there's going to be really crazy seasons. So generally for me, January, February, March, well, March things start picking back up, but usually January and February are on the slower side of things. People are, you know, trying to spend less money from the holidays. So they're not investing in their social as much, um, So in these seasons, I kind of have to take advantage of that downtime because usually I don't have a ton of downtime. So today I'm going to be talking about things to do when your business is slow. So some of the things you can do when your business is slow is go and update your old blog posts. So if it's been a while since you've gone and updated your blog posts, then now might be the time to go and do that since you have a little more time on your hands. You can update these with any new information, add any relevant opt-ins, Um, change out the links if it's more of like a lifestyle, fashion, beauty related post. Um, Just kind of go in and play around with that and update your posts so that they're always relevant and, um, you know, up to date. Another thing that you can do is conduct a business audit. So in my opinion, auditing your business is necessary at least once a year. So why not take the downtime in your business to do just that? With a business audit, you can analyze your business, social media channels, goals, and all that good stuff to ensure that you're on the right track and make any necessary tweaks. So I usually do this at the end of the year. So right now, when I'm recording this, it's December. So I am, you know, in the process of setting goals for 2018 and, you know, auditing my business and seeing where I did well and where I could improve and, you know, getting my systems and processes refined and into place. So, um, you know, you, even if your slow season isn't at the end of the year, if it's at the beginning of the year or something like that, you can still conduct an audit if you haven't, or just kind of, um, you know, do a mini one where you're just kind of seeing where you're at right now, not necessarily going over every little aspect of things, but just kind of doing it on social media or just business plan or something like that. Another thing you can do when business is slow is to host a giveaway. So I do this a lot with my lifestyle blog and not as much with my business, but I'm trying to do it more with my business because I know my readers and listeners like you guys deserve giveaways and you know, you deserve some love. So um, hosting giveaways give you the chance to gain a new audience and get more people on your email list. And if you think about it, the winner of the giveaway could potentially even become a new client or refer you to their friends after the fact, if you're giving away a product or service. So, um, that's really good to keep in mind. I try to do giveaways like once a quarter. So this quarter, like I said, we're, I'm doing this in December. So, um, right now I put out a 
audience survey. So it encompasses my services and, you know, what people prefer to use to learn from me and where they prefer to like read my content, if they like blog posts, podcast, or video, that kind of thing. So I can get more insight on that. And whoever um, fills out the survey and leaves their email, one of those people will be entered to win a one-on-one -on -one session with me. So this is a good way, like I said, to potentially have that person become a new client because they really enjoyed your one-on-one -on -one session or even say, wow, she knows her stuff and, you know, tell their friends about you. So hosting giveaway is good and it's not always, you know, doesn't need to always just be for, you know, bloggers. It can also be successful for business owners as well. Another thing you can do when your business is slow is kind of reevaluate your goals. So sometimes we set goals at the beginning of the year and then come back later to realize that these goals no longer align with our blogger business. I've been there before. I'm sure you have too. Um, so really just going and looking and seeing what your goals are and if you're on track to achieve them. And if there's something that doesn't necessarily fit with your business or blog anymore, then just nix it and get a new goal and set in that place. So during slow periods, you can reevaluate your goals and kind of make any necessary tweaks or see if you're on the right, right path to achieving those goals. Um, you can also host a free webinar. So I really like to host webinars. I like to give you guys as much free content as possible. Of course, there's going to be times where I need to do paid content just because free content, of course, does not pay my rent. <laughs> but hosting a free webinar or training can really help ramp up business again. Um, at the end of the webinar, you can offer a free consultation to try and convert some of your webinar attendees into customers, or, you know, you can sell your product at that point, whatever it may be, you know, hosting a webinar and getting yourself out there really helps, you know, during those slow periods and you have more time to commit to those in your slow periods. Another thing to do is the dreaded clean out your inbox. So I'm not going to lie. I am not very good at taking this advice. Um, yeah, my inbox is kind of a hot mess. I'm hoping in January, February, I kind of have a little bit of downtime to tackle that and get it under control because sometimes I'm missing emails that are really important and that is not good. So um, if you haven't touched your inbox in a while, things are bound to get a little messy. So take your downtime to unsubscribe from any emails you're no longer interested in receiving, delete your junk emails, um, you know, that kind of thing. Just make sure that your inbox is clean so you're not missing out on any potential opportunities with clients or, you know, sponsored posts if you're a blogger or things like that. You don't want to be missing out on those things just because you subscribe to too many random email lists. Um, another thing that you can do during your downtime is join a mastermind group. Um, you know, when you're kind of having that downtime, you may start to question things and wonder like, why is my business slow right now? So joining a mastermind group can really help you get that bowl rolling again and, you know, leave you feeling inspired to take on your business again. I know, um, I've been in a mastermind for a couple months now and, um, every time we have our chats, I feel so, so inspired when I leave our chat and I'm ready to take on the world. So it's definitely one of those things that you may need as a pick, pick me up during your downtime. Um, this is kind of random, but whenever your business is slow, you can, you know, go and respond to comments. I know I am not very good at this. This is something I need to get better about. I just like, it kind of goes to the last on my list whenever I get busy. 
So go back and respond to comments on your post, um, whether that's social media or, you know, blog comments or things like that. Um, just go make sure you're engaging with those people. It's okay if it's like the post was the person commented like a month ago, it's not that big of a deal, but making sure that you go and respond to them and make sure they know that you're, you know, reading and listening to what they have to say is really important. Another thing you can do during your slow periods is follow up with your previous clients. So I don't do this as much as I should, but you can kind of talk to them and see how they're doing since you help them with whatever project or service that you offered and then just kind of see if they're willing to give you a testimonial, if they think you did a good job, that kind of thing. And if they do want to give you a testimonial, that can help you ramp up business again because people are seeing that you're getting recommended by people they trust. So um, that can really help you start gaining more momentum with clients. During downtime, you can also revamp your website. This is something that always gets put on the back burner for me. I just kind of like let my website fall to the wayside whenever I get busy. So making those necessary tweaks to your website is um, essential during those down seasons. You can add new things to your resource library if you have one of those or, you know, add content upgrades to your post and things like that so that you are able to continue um, updating your website and people kind of realize that um, you're not just inactive on your website. You know what I mean? Another thing to do is batch write new blog posts. So this is something that I actually do on a weekly basis, but if you have a lot of extra time, I recommend writing a ton of new posts and kind of staggering them out over the course of a few weeks or a few months so that you don't really have to focus on writing blog posts. And once you do get busy, they will just automatically go out because they're already pre-written. And this is something I will talk about in a future episode, batching content and other things. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, batch writing really helps me because I can just write whenever I have a slower period and it'll keep me and my blog um, have with a lot of content until I'm able to sit down and write again. Another thing you do during your downtime is take some time to educate yourself. I love learning, so I'm continuously finding new ways to educate myself on social media and other types of things as a business owner. Um, and even if you feel like you don't have enough time to do this, you should make time. Even just reading a book um, that's relevant to your industry or signing up for a course to further your skills can be really beneficial to you um, and help you stay ahead of the game. Um, so during your downtime, you can also create a new freebie. Um, you know, if you're wanting to focus on list building and growing your list, um, creating a new freebie can make people interested in wanting to join your list and kind of get your current subscribers to fall in love with your content again. Another thing you can do is figure out your client work workflow. So there's this is something that's been on my list for a while and I'm actually tackling it as we speak. So of course, I don't have any downtime in December, but I'm trying to make some just so I can get prepared for 2018. So I'm not scrambling around with a chicken, like a chicken with my head cut off. Um, but figuring out your client workflow is super important. It allows you to refine your processes and map out your client workflow so that you always know what's coming next and you don't have to sit there and 
you know, type up an email that explains your processes over and over and over again to different people. You just have like a template that you're like, okay, this person wants to do Pinterest management. Here's all the information. Or this person is interested in social media strategy. Here's all the information. So you're not constantly reinventing the wheel each time someone inquires about a certain service. So another thing you do during downtime is creating a new paid product. Um, you know, creating products can be pretty time consuming and it's a great way to get people excited about your business again. And what better time to do it when your business is slower than usual. Like I said, creating a product takes a lot of time and energy. So when you have downtime, you'll have the time and energy that it takes to dedicate to making a killer new product and, you know, making people, um, interested and excited about your business again. Um, another thing you can do is fill up your social media schedulers queue with content. Um, like this is something that should be done all the time, but whenever you have a bit of downtime, you can fill up your scheduler with as much content as you can so that you don't have to worry about it for a few weeks or months. Just like batch writing, you can batch schedule your social media. It is such a lifesaver. Sometimes I will do it for the entire month and I won't have to touch it again until the next month. And then it's such a lifesaver because with the client work that I do have, it's hard to schedule out my own social media and do my own thing. So I really need to be strategic on how I do that. Another thing you can do is go in and optimize your posts for SEO. So maybe your older posts aren't really SEO friendly. So maybe going back and making sure that those posts are optimized for SEO so you're not missing out on any potential hits from search engines. Another thing you could do is organize your digital or physical workspace. So I don't know about you, but when I'm organized, I feel so much more motivated to get things done. When my house and my desk is a complete wreck, I literally just don't want to do anything. So take that downtime to organize both you know, your office, if you have one, or your desk, even like your computer files. My computer files, when I get busy, they start looking so crazy that sometimes I just have to take an hour or two and sit there and just organize everything. Otherwise, I will never be able to find anything. So take your downtime and get organized. And, and lastly, you can follow up with potential clients. So in addition to following up with your previous clients, like I mentioned earlier, it's also important to follow up with your potential clients. You want to keep your business at the forefront of their mind by reaching out again if it's been a while since you've chatted and didn't end up working together. Kind of ask them, you know, hi, it's been a while. Um, you know, I was just curious if you're still looking. Um, I'm offering XYZ now and um, I'm, you know, I think it would be a good fit for you and your business etc etc and this can be scary but it's important if you're in a slow period you want to try and garner as much business as possible so this is one way you can do that so yeah that those are the 18 things to do when your business is slow i'm sure there are 10 more things you can be doing those are just the ones that came to mind um but yeah if you enjoyed this episode please leave a um review i would appreciate that more than you know and if you are not already, please subscribe. Uh, that would make me so very happy. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will talk to you guys on Thursday. We're chatting with my good friend, Lindsay, who we've been friends for about a year or so. And 
the episode is really cool. So I'm excited for you guys to tune into that on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all of the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode dash nine. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.